Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Friends with Books. I am one of your FWBs, Booked with Emily, or just M. And I am your other FWB, Read Reviews by Jess, or just Jess. And we actually got our own names right this time. I feel like it's been a while since we did that. I really tend to overthink it now, and I'm like, Booked with Emily, Booked with Emily. Read <laughs> <laughs> Literally, (laughs) we're also like really competitive and it's funny because every time we try to be like we're the best that it's like backfires and we say the other person's name so really fucking whatever but hello everyone welcome to friends with books we are so excited we are so jazzed and happy because it is Wednesday, December 21st, when we are recording Better Light Than Never, yeah. books. come on. Um, <laughs> and Christmas is this weekend. How did that happen? Are you ready for Christmas? Just wondering. Uh, absolutely not. Okay, good. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Same. I've, I think I mentioned to you guys, I was in Maryland visiting just two weeks ago, came home, and then my husband and I left for New York, so we were in New York. So I went on back-to-back trips. I basically have no Christmas presents, like, at all <laughs> bought. I'm going this evening just to panic buy, and I'm just, I'm stressed for my bank account. I'm stressed for myself. It's just... I don't know. Tis the season, am I right? Tis the season. It's so fun. <laughs> Christmas, yay. <No. laughs> Genuinely, I am excited for Christmas. I, I It snuck up on me. I'm not going to yeah. lie. And I'm, and you guys probably don't know this, but Emily knows I'm very much um, not a procrastinator no. when it comes to things. And so me just not being ready for Christmas is um, not like me, but also like kind of like me because I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Jess is the opposite of a procrastinator, and so I am kind of surprised. But like she said, Christmas really has just, like, snuck up on me. I've been decorated for Christmas since November 1st, but, like, somehow I just forgot that, like, the day was going to get here eventually. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now, but Um, it's fine. Well, yeah, slide into our DMs and tell us if you are ready for Christmas, if you are feeling jazzed and excited and what your plans are, because honestly, like if we're the only ones who are procrastinators, just pretend like you are too. Yeah. Like don't let us know. You've had Christmas gifts since January 2022. No, don't make us feel bad because that's just rude. (laughs) And you'll get coal. Speaking of Jess, what are your plans for Christmas? What are you and uh, the hubs doing? honestly we're still figuring that out I think that's part of the reason why I've been procrastinating gifts but I think my sister and her kids are coming to our house for a few days to kind of hang out and visit which will be fun I think it's always fun to be around kids for Christmas um and yeah that's pretty much it other than that if they don't come it'll just be like us just like living our best lives honestly yeah that sounds like the best though pretty chill just fun, yeah. relaxing vibes, which is rare because I feel like Christmas, well, but Christmas is just a chaotic holiday for us. We, um, Christmas Eve, we just are running, running, running. It's my mother-in-law's birthday on Christmas Eve. So we have to go over there and spend time there. Obviously we'd want to see her on her birthday. And then we go to his grandma's, um, like Christmas Eve breakfast, dinner, lunch, whatever it is. And then we go back to his 
parents' house. And then we go to two church services. So Christmas Eve is just like chaotic. But Christmas Day, we we do not leave the house. That was like a hard line we drew when we got married. We knew like Christmas Day was a day that we are staying at home. That's how we were raised. Like everyone, if they wanted to see us, they came to our house. So that's kind of when we have kids and everything, like we Christmas Day, we stay home. If you want to see us, come to us. So yeah, <laughs> that's I what, love that. Yeah, that's what we're doing. A lot of chaos, but then I'm off the week after Christmas, so I'll be able to just literally do nothing. Same. Yes. Same, same, same. I'm hoping to sneak in definitely some more reads before the end of the year. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm really excited. I We bake. We bake. I force my husband <laughs> to bake a bunch of cookies with me, um, and usually it's just like, him just like putting the flour in and like feeling like he's participating even though he probably doesn't want to so we bake a bunch of cookies on Christmas Eve and then on Christmas we make homemade pierogies so um that's kind of really like our only true traditions and we try not to leave the house on Christmas either like you said I don't I like to be like we decorated we we want to be at home with the dog so exactly um I'm with you there but with that said, we've got a really fun this or that plan yes. right now. Christmas theme, obviously. Yeah. So I'm excited. Instead of a buzz, I think we've done all the holiday themed BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Emily and I actually made this this or that. So um, after, I mean, after this episode, we'll post it on our Friends with Books stories. And you can go ahead and like circle whatever one you are and then repost it to your own story and tag us in it. We want to see what you all um, would pick. So yeah. without further ado, let's get into it. You want to kick us off? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. First, this or that. Would you rather read by the fire or read by the Christmas tree? Mm. this is a tough one I'm very fortunate to be able to read by both but if I had to pick one um I would say read by the tree yeah okay I like that the lights just very cozy um I'm gonna pick read by the fire Mm -hmm. I like to be warm that's fair I think it's uh, just for the simply for the vibes of Christmas, I'm going with tree. Yeah. Um, well, your tree and fireplace when, are right next to each other, so you kind of can do the yes. best of both worlds. That's right. Yeah, I'm very fortunate for that. So this question actually does not apply. To <laughs> <Yeah>. Both. <laughs> but if I had to pick, throw my tree out the window, or <laughs> never be able to light my fire again, I'd pick tree. Um, okay. Uh, would you rather receive a physical book? Or a gift card to your favorite bookstore? Um, honestly, I'd be stoked for either, but probably a gift card that way. I'm, I'm very much a mood reader the same way you are. So yeah. I would like to rather just like go browse and pick a book that I'm like in the mood for with a gift card. So a gift card, but I'm not going to turn away a physical book either. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I would pick a gift card as well. Just like it's like you said, because I'm a mood reader and a lot of the times like the books that I have on my shelves or that you would buy me or anyone would buy me are like books that I wanted like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that's very different than what I want right now. You are a different person <laughs> then. But even though I will still read them. But yeah. Okay. White Christmas or not a white Christmas. Yeah, this may be unpopular, but I'm going with not a white Christmas. I think like, yeah, I 
love I don't like the snow. I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like not going outside or planning to leave the <laughs> house, I'm just like I, we don't need that. Like the dogs get all muddy when they come in so and it's true. just a hassle. So, I'm going not a white Christmas. I'm going with your basic answer. I'm going to do a white Christmas. I'm right there with you though. I don't like the snow, but if it could just snow on December 25th and be like a beautiful <laughs> like snow globe out there and then it just go away as soon as Christmas is over, that would be my dream world. So, I'm going to go with a white That's Christmas. Fair. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right, spiked eggnog or a hot toddy? Um I've never had a hot toddy. I've never had a hot toddy either, but I don't like eggnog, so I'm going to go with a hot toddy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Google I what that is. I think a hot toddy is just like, I think it's just like tea and liquor. What, is it whiskey? Maybe some spices. Yeah, yeah it's whiskey. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. I'll try it, but I don't know if I yeah. would like it. I'm going to go with spiked eggnog. I love eggnog. Um, yeah, I'm going with that. Um if you're not 18 or not 21, you should definitely be 18 if you're listening to this podcast. You should honestly one. be 21. <laughs> but if you're not 21, don't answer this question. Okay. Would you rather build a snowman or make snow angels? And I feel like since you hate snow, neither of these things. Yeah, neither. No, I would build a. S- I'd make a snow angel. Honestly, just let me get down there real quick. <laughs> let's spread it out, and then let me get back inside. <laughs> Snowmen take too much work. <laughs> That's fair. I am. Who is it? Who is? Do you want to build a snowman? Is that Elsa, Elsa or Anna. Anna? I think it's Anna, Anna. right? Who yeah, sings that? She sings it to Elsa. Yes. Okay. I would be on and you'd be Elsa. And I'm like, Jess, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> no. But I, I would rather build a snowman. I don't even own like snow clothes. I'm actually, this is off topic, but I'm going to a bachelorette party in January to go like tubing and skiing and everything. And I don't even have the wardrobe for it. I'm like, I'm just going to sit at the bar. <laughs> so I would go outside in like sweatpants and a freaking hoodie and build a snowman and do absolutely everything in my power to not get my body in the snow. I hate being cold. <laughs> that that tracks. Okay. Christmas book or Christmas movie? Oh, geez. Honestly, Christmas book. Yeah, definitely a Christmas book. I'm I'm really into the holiday reads this season. So yeah. Christmas book all the way. Yeah. I as much of a reader as I am, I would have to say Christmas movie, yeah. I think. And that's something I've personally been really struggling with this December is being able to like pull myself away from watching Christmas movies and read books just because I, I love a Christmas movie. Like you all have heard me say a million times, Hallmark movies, classics, whatever it is. Yeah. I love a Christmas movie. So definitely makes that's sense. One. Hallmark girly for sure. The show for show. Okay. Coffee or hot chocolate? Oh, that's tough. So when Emily was here, we made hot chocolate with Bailey's in it. And it was bomb. Obsessed. It was so it good. It was so good. <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of leaning towards that. Like a spiked um, hot chocolate. Yeah, but I'm a coffee girl. But I'll, I'll pick hot chocolate for the vibes. Okay. I'm going to go with coffee. Um, I, that's the best part of my day, to be honest, when I have like a hot cup of coffee. So, yeah, but those hot chocolates that you made were bomb. They were so good. I could have had about 10 of them for sure. 
Okay, Hallmark Christmas movie or classic Christmas movie? And by classics, where I'm thinking of like The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, Elf, like those are my classics, not like the ones from the 50s yeah, like, or like the claymation ones, even though those are cool too. I, those creep me out, to be honest with you. But, um, I'm more of a classic Christmas girly. I like the Grinch and the Elf and even the Christmas story or a Christmas story. It's just like a nostalgic feeling like on Christmas Day to watch that. Uh, not 24 hours, like all day. But yeah, classic Christmas movies. I I don't know. This is tough. I, I'm going to put this as a tie just because I probably watch more Hallmark movies yeah. during the Christmas season just because they're always on. Do I pay full attention to them? No. Like they're just on in the background. So I look up and I get the vibes. But I love both. I couldn't pick. I don't think. Okay. Well, speaking of Christmas movies. So when I was over at Jess's, we both picked a movie and you picked um, what was something at Tiffany's. What was it? That's literally what it's called. Something at Tiffany's. Something. Something from Tiffany's, something like that, I think. Well, it's a, it's a new, like, home. It's not a Hallmark movie, but you definitely get a Hallmark vibes. And that was her pick, and she was obsessed with it. It's actually based off of a book. And then I picked The Family Stone, and I love that movie. I think it's actually a, it, it could be a book, to be honest with you. Like, the really kind of, like, I don't know, unlikable family. Anyways, I love The Family Stone, and she hated it. So if you have seen The Family Stone and you liked the movie, even with all the unlikable characters, like, please just validate my feelings and slide <laughs> into our DMs and let me know that I'm not alone in that. Yeah, I did not love The Family Stone just because I thought the family fucking sucked. I mean, they like, did. They, <laughs> and I could not get over that. I was just like, I felt so bad for that lady. Anyways, um, yeah, if you like that movie, I mean... <laughs> you suck too. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I did not like it. But it's something from Tiffany's is brand new. It's um actually produced by Hello Sunshine, um, which is like Reese's Reese oh, Witherspoons. I didn't know. Um, yeah. It was cute. It was it definitely I loved it. Yeah, she was obsessed. It gave me like just like cute, like a new Christmas movie. You know, it was cute. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Okay. Wrapped presents or bagged presents? Easy. Yeah. Easy. Wrapped presents. Okay. Agree. I I love okay. wrapping. I don't... If you give me a bagged present, it's fine. But I prefer wrapping. I think it's so therapeutic. I have, like... Every year I pick out a theme wrapping paper. So, wrapped. Yeah. I So, I don't like to keep things and, like, recycle them. That's probably bad. But, like... I just don't have anywhere to put them. Yeah. So, and I feel worse throwing a bag away than I do wrapping paper. So that's one of my reasons. I don't love wrapping presents anymore because when I was in college, I was a nanny and they would pay me (laughs) extra during the holidays to wrap the kids Christmas gifts. And like these kids were so fortunate. They, I wrapped hundreds and hundreds of presents for them. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just over it. So that's fair. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyways, last question here is a spicy Christmas book or a wholesome Christmas book? Um, I want like a mixture of both, to be honest with you. But I guess if I couldn't pick, I would go with spicy. To be honest, I'd go with a spicy Ooh. Christmas book. Like not where the whole plot is like smut but I want some you know you can 
go roll around in Have the snow spice. or something. Yeah, a little spice, Ooh. a little naughty moment in front of the fireplace, maybe. I love that. Yeah. So this is very much not a Jess, typical Jess answer, but I'm going to go wholesome. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to go wholesome. It's just the Christmas season. Yeah. Um, so I don't need I don't need any spice right now. I read that 25 seven. That makes so. sense. I respect that. I respect yeah. that answer. I think you're wrong, but I respect it. So <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Speaking of spicy Christmas books, though, we are talking about the plight before Christmas today by Kate Stewart. And if you know anything about Kate Stewart, she is known for writing like spicier books. The Ravenhood series is very, very spicy. Um, so. Yeah, um, it's a 4.4 stars, 12,000 ratings on Goodreads. It is a holiday romance, second chance romance. Um, it's 352 pages. I think that's a perfect length for a book, honestly. Yeah. And then um, it's also dual point of view. So you're getting both MC's points of view. <laughs> um, Jess. Ooh, that's what that means. Yeah, POV. <laughs> uh, Jess just finished this yesterday. So I'm going to let Jess take the summary because it's probably more fresh yeah. in her mind. Yeah. So this book is about Eli and Whitney. It's told from both of their point of views. It is, um, <laughs> like Emily said, a second chance romance. Um, they, around the Christmas season, uh, Whitney's family um, goes up to a cabin to spend the holiday together. And Whitney's brother um, brings home a co-worker with her and that co-worker turns out to be Eli who is her college ex-boyfriend so um it just kind of goes through you know what the hell happened between them um they didn't spoiler not really though because you find this out but they didn't really end on the best of terms um so she is not happy to see him and you're kind of like getting the flashbacks of what happened between them and then also the present of them kind of navigating like okay we're stuck together for the holidays how do we do that um so yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I feel like that was a terrible summary. No, I think that was I really thought. good. That really kind of <laughs> jogged my memory because I read this book, I don't know, probably a month ago. I think this was one of my first holiday reads that um I read. And I guess just to get into it, I loved this book. This made my top 10 reads of the year. I gave it five stars. Um, I really didn't know what to expect going into this, to be honest with you. I thought it was just going to be kind of like a lighthearted, fluffy Christmas book. And it definitely packed a little bit more of like an emotional punch that I was expecting. But I thought it was so funny. I laughed so many times. I loved the vibes. Like anything in a cabin, like at Christmas time with the lights and you have kids and you're sled riding. Like I just, I live for that. It feels so nostalgic to me. So I absolutely love this book. I mean, we'll talk in detail more about what I loved, but I'm curious to hear, Jess, what you thought about it. Yeah. So I would like to preface with, uh, I am a mood reader, right? And I, I put this book off for too long that I had to force myself to read it. So I think think that may be like part of the reason why I didn't enjoy it as much of as much as I could have. Yeah. So I will take the blame for that. That was on me. Um, but anytime I feel like I'm forced to read something, I automatically don't want to read it. Yeah. So that was that was that that was like a bit of a mindset thing. Yeah. But I uh, 
with that in mind, I did not like this book. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I and this is like really the first episode where I think Emily and I have really drastically different opinions. Yeah, I'm interested. So I knew that she didn't like it because she told me she wanted to DNF it. And I told her that she could (laughs) not do that. But I didn't know like any other reasons why she didn't like this book. So I am excited to get into like why I liked it versus why you didn't. But I will back you up on being a mood reader. And there's been several times where I've had to force myself to read a book for a book club or even like an episode. Mm -hmm. And I think it just like, whenever you're forced to do anything, like any sort of task, it just makes it, yeah, like, no, I don't want to do that. It makes it miserable. So I think you just went into it with a really bad mindset. And I blame you for not liking this book. I blame me too. Yeah, I blame me too. But I I mean, I guess the main reason why I didn't like it is because of Eli. I found him incredibly unlikable, <laughs> incredibly like entitled. I hated how he just like decided to show up during the holiday season and like this is I'm going to force you to like talk to me and like um I like, I'm going to pretend I still know you, even though we haven't talked for 17 fucking yeah. years. <clears throat> and I'm going to judge you for for your current career and not doing things that you wanted to do. So I just really got the ick from him. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's funny because as you were talking about his actions, it reminded me of someone else's actions. <laughs> who you absolutely adore. Do you know who yeah, I'm talking about? I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by that. You're talking about Foster. I am. You know, we're not talking about that, but it's fine. Um, I stand by that, but I just feel like Eli didn't have a reason. Yeah. A reason for what? For, like, everything. <laughs> for anything. Like, I get that, like, yeah, like, I get that, like, he, you know, his parents died and he, like, had cancer and he was, like, <laughs> going through stuff, which was, like, a fucking huge but bomb But no to reason. Was, <laughs> like, okay, but, like, I mean, like, I, I feel like for the Edens, we're talking about Garnet Flats, which is the third book in the Eden series, um, which is a second chance romance, and I... I feel like we can't talk about that without giving spoilers, so I don't want to talk about that. So yeah. let's just. Know. But that's what we're referencing. So if you've if you've yeah. read the book, you probably know what maybe what we're talking about. But but I knew you. I immediately knew you were going to say that to me. Um, but yeah, I just felt like I don't know the way he carried himself gave me the ick, and I felt like there were parts in the book where he was like just saying stuff to her that was just like rude yeah and just like like he called her a brat like he called her all these things and i'm like this seems kind of like a toxic relationship should you be together <laughs> <laughs> i so i get what you're saying about eli because i agree like he showed up and it was just very presumptuous like how do you know she's going to want you there? Like, how do you think this might affect her? Like, after all of these years, like, it's a family Christmas. But I really liked Eli. And so if you've read the book, you know that for the majority of the book, we didn't know why he left her. Like, they were real hot and heavy in college. And then he just, like, was like, nope, can't do this anymore. So me as a reader, like, I kind of knew something had to have been happening, like, behind the scenes for him. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen or anything like that. But like, I kind of like something big had to happen. Right. And so I just kept like holding out hope that it would justify like what he did to her. I think it did personally, just because like she talked about how much she wanted kids and how important family was to her. And then him knowing that he couldn't give her that, like, I think that 
as an 18 year old or a 19 year old in his head and loving someone so much like that might have just been like, I literally cannot give her what she wants. But I think he could have handled it better. Like, I think like he could have been honest and open about it instead of just being like, see you later. Peace. Bye. But right. I like that, though. He was like in his 20s because he was a senior in college. So even <laughs> that's not much of a difference, but he's not a teenager anymore. I don't know. I, I, I think I also really struggle with like people not communicating. Yeah um that's a big one for me and it's like you could have just said these things to her right but I get it like they were young I also really struggled and Emily knows this I don't know if I've talked about this before but I struggle with books about when there's marriages Uh and people who are married are not communicating so you get in this book some subplot where like both of Whitney's siblings are having issues in their marriage and the main issue is that they're not communicating with each other and like telling each other what they need and that's really frustrating for me because when I look at marriage I'm like that's like you have to be able to communicate with your spouse or else you're gonna have issues and so that's like something I struggle with personally in a book is when there's a marriage and people just don't communicate. That's why the main reason why I didn't like All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. Yeah, no, they definitely, every character in this book lacked communication. Like that Whitney's yeah. two, brother and sister, and then even Whitney and Eli, they just like wouldn't talk to each other. It doesn't bother me as much. I thought it added like some depth to the story. I thought they were two married couples. The one couple thought they were happy. You know, the husband didn't know anything yeah. was kind of like, any waves were happening under the surface or whatever. Like he thought his wife was happy. She didn't communicate that to him, which like she should have done. But I think as the story kept unfolding, like everyone learned to communicate more like in the house, like Whitney, the siblings, by the end of the book, like every issue was laid out there. Like everything was kind of like resolved. So mm-hmm. I thought it was fun to, and I thought it was really funny too, when Eli was like, this is what you need to do to fix your marriage. This is what you need to do to fi- fix your marriage. And how Whitney was giving her sister like tips on what she needs to do to like, I don't know, just go down on them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was no. really funny. I will say like, I totally agree there. Like, I think that, um, it was funny. I think probably my favorite character was Peyton, the damn baby, the ginger baby. <laughs> Pepe! Um, yeah, I just think his, 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 I don't know, the way that she did his dialogue was really funny and cute, and I could, like, definitely envision him. Um, and so that was that was a fun part for me. Um, I, I also did like the supporting characters. Like, I, I liked the parents. Um, I liked Thatch. I didn't love Serena or Sabrina, whatever her name uh-huh. was. Um, but I do think like there are there was definitely some some humor in this book, which was a nice, nice yeah. reprieve. Um, I really liked like you mentioned briefly the sledding. Um, <laughs> I thought that was fun. And just like all of the kids being together. One of my other icks with Eli is that he Okay, let me let me just say this. Okay. He sets the he comes into the into the family. Yeah. He's never met Serena and Thatch. All of a sudden he's giving their child strawberry milk at 6 a.m. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> why would you number one, what the fuck? Why are you taking this child and giving him strawberry milk? Like you have no business giving anybody's kid anything when you don't even know them. So that was really frustrating for me. 
<laughs> I think, and maybe this is just how my family is. Like, when I go into someone's house, their house is now my house. Like, I will be opening the fridge. I am opening cupboards. Like, I'm making myself yeah. at home. So when Eli did that, I found it endearing. I'm like, oh, he's just, like, part of the family now. Like, No, I think that's fine. But you cannot just give someone's child strawberry milk. Okay, but do you know what I found confusing? Why was Peyton up wandering the house by himself yeah. at 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Like, they were, he was like, oh, Peyton just tottered into the living room. And I'm like... Wait, I'm, were they upstairs? Did he brought like? Did he walk down the stairs? Like, I was confused at that. Like, this child had way too much freedom in this house. Agreed. Like, I was so Agreed. confused. But I really liked Eli's and Peyton's relationship, and I didn't mind that he gave him strawberry milk. I was just like, I would never like, and he took him outside to play in the snow. Like, I don't know. To me, there's just like, especially like he just met these people. <laughs> Like, that was, like, quite honestly, like, his first interaction with Peyton. And I'm just like, that's a little much for me. That's fair. I I see where you're coming from. That's fair. I don't agree, but that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) I think, so actually, I gave this book five stars. um, And I think we talked last episode in the new year, like, I'm really going to try and be more consistent with my reviews. Because if there's anything that I have, like problem with in a book, it can't be five stars. So if I were to review this next year, it'd be four and a half because I did have a problem, a small problem with this book. And I just think the time apart for Eli and Whitney, Whitney was just entirely too long. They were together for eight months, 17 years mm-hmm. ago. And so like, I get like your first love, like maybe like always carrying like a little bit of a torch or maybe just like having very fond memories But to not move on for 17 years after an eight-month relationship, that was really, really hard for me to, like, buy into at first. And so I just pretended that it was, like, five years. (laughs) That's fair. No, I I 1,000% agree. And it's not even – to me, it's not even that they had really, like, a relationship. Like, they – were just a fling, in my opinion. Like, they were just having sex. Like, he wouldn't get deep with her. Um, She didn't want to talk about her family because she felt bad. Like, they barely knew anything about each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like, okay, 17 years later, you're still in love, and you're going to go to her family Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's so kind of suspicious. That just threw me off a bit, to be honest with you. But I did. I was talking to another friend of mine about this, and she did not like the flashback scenes. I thought the with if this book didn't have those flashback flashback scenes, I don't think I would have liked it as much because I think that's where we really saw their connection. Like if we didn't have those scenes to know why they were still like carrying this torch for each other, I think we would have been like, what the fuck? Like what the fuck happened 17 years ago that these people right. are still so in love? And I love any sort of flashback scenes. I like a dual timeline book. Like I I think that's how you really, like, connect with characters and understand, like, their relationship and everything. So I I personally love the flashback scenes. So I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so I skimmed the flashback scenes. I, um, I don't know. Like, I just really struggled with this book and struggled to finish it. And let me, let me be clear that this is a me problem. This is not a this book problem. Um. Like, I feel like the Goodreads review and just like so many people rating this five stars and I've seen it. I know it's a me problem. Um, I I just struggled. So I skimmed a lot of it and maybe that's part of it. But maybe I don't know. Right. Right. Book. Wrong time. 
that's what we'll say this was for you. Yeah. Honestly, so, too, like, you just might not have liked it. I think, like, that's what's so interesting. Like, it's so subjective. Like, have you seen... I just hated Eli. Why would you give someone's kid strawberry milk? <laughs> I would never give someone's kid anything. <laughs> Especially if you, I just met You them. are really hung up on this strawberry milk. I am. What if he was like, I don't know. He doesn't know. What if he was lactose intolerant? Just because the kid says he can have strawberry milk, that's a lie. That's so true. You know, I'm rethinking <laughs> this whole book. I actually fucking hated it. No, I hated. I liked Eli. I thought he was really funny. I thought there were so many funny scenes when he got drunk. And they were in the kitchen. Like, I was literally cracking up. I thought it was so, so funny. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Because <laughs> your face is blank. <laughs> yeah. No, you I hated that as well. Because, <laughs> okay, what I hated mostly about that is because, to me, it was really similar to the dialogue of when Peyton talks. Because um, he was, like, slurring his speech. And I was like, okay, like, this, like, get fucking real. You're slurring that hard. I don't know. Okay. Well, I thought that was funny. (laughs) Tell me about it. Why do you love it? No, I I think this is interesting how you just really, really hated it. Because I feel like you love it and are excited to talk about it. And I'm like, no, I think it's interesting. I think that a lot of the people who have read this book that I've talked to do love it. So it's fine that like me and you disagree. Other people agree with me, which makes me feel good (laughs) because I really hyped this book. But a lot of people too, I don't know. So I read the first book in the Ravenhood series by Kate Stewart. um, And there's a cameo of one of the characters from the Ravenhood series in the plight before Christmas and oh, I'm blanking it? on his name now, but do you remember when her, she went outside and her car, the truck the, yes, the, the truck, her car was going to be towed. What was it? I think Sean. Sean. Yes. Sean. And yeah. I did not even put two and two together, but he is from the Ravenhood series. That's one of the main characters. So people were like oh. losing their mind over it. Cause I mentioned that in my review, really not even thinking that much of it. Cause I didn't read the whole series and people are like, Oh my God, like he's in it. He's in it. Cause people are like diehards for the Ravenhood the Ravenhood series. Yeah. So, I thought that was yeah. interesting. I, will s- I like that part. I, I thought too. that part was cute. Yeah. When he came um, out and was all like protective. Oh. Yeah. I was like, go be with Sean. Girl. He sounds hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked the, I liked the writing. I think she was a really good, I, I thought it was engaging. I thought it was easy to read, but I thought, like you said, like it definitely had some depth to it. Um, I liked, um, I think there was a lot of good humor. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like, I think she did a good job of balancing, like, the humor and the fun and the family and the holiday spirit with also kind of, like, heavier topics. I, I expected once she took the pregnancy test and he got so bent out of shape, I was expecting that he probably couldn't have kids. I had no idea why, but I kind of figured, like, that's why he probably left her so abruptly because he knew how important that was to her, and he felt like he couldn't give that to her. However, I did not put two and two together that he was going to have cancer, that the reason he wasn't, like, interested in having sex with her sometimes was because of, like, the chemo. Like, I was not expecting any of that. So when he was standing out there in the snow giving this big fucking apology, I was like, what is happening right now? Wait, so he couldn't have kids? Mm-mm. Or he didn't want to have a family? No, he couldn't have kids because of the chemo. I missed that. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I was telling Jess, too. I personally like books. And this is, again, such a personal thing. Like, I know everyone wants different things. I like when books, like the ending and people get together, I really like when they just end up having kids. Like, I just, I love that. I think it's so fun for five years later, they have kids. In this book, they don't. They're older adults. He can't have kids. However, I think that's why they incorporated the nieces and nephews so much because it was Mm -hmm. kind of like their kids. And I was telling Jess that, like, For a book where they didn't get, like, the kids, like, I still loved it. Like, I just thought it was just Mm -hmm. still, like, they were so good together. Like, they just still reminded me so much of a family because they were, like, so close to, like, the nieces and nephews. So I really liked that. It It was unconventional. Like, a lot of romances do end up in that, like, conventional, you get married, you have kids type thing, you know? Like, so I was... I was pleased with that. Yeah. No, totally. That makes sense. Jess is like, I have nothing else to say about this. Like, I actually just, that's all I have to say. So. No, I don't know what to say. I I don't want to, like, continue to say I disliked it. No, that's fine. I'm glad you can be honest with me. Even though it breaks your little heart. Well, this is kind of like, so I don't know if you guys listen to the episode. So there's a book called Tis the Season for Revenge. I was so excited about this book by Morgan Elizabeth. I even bought the physical copy. Excuse me, I just burped. And I read it and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And I think because I was so excited and I just wasn't what I was expecting. And everyone is reviewing this book and they're like, five stars, amazing. And I feel like just where I'm like, are you guys stupid? (laughs) Like, what? I think it's a me problem because even on Goodreads, like the reviews really aren't that bad. So I think it's just not even a me problem. It just wasn't for me, you know, just. Yeah. Wasn't my vibe. No, that's totally fair. I, I, so fun fact, the Tis the Season for Revenge was actually supposed to be our second buddy read um, in December. And it was supposed to replace, it was, it was supposed to be where right now the episode you're listening to play before christmas so we kind of just swapped hate so i don't really feel that yeah, bad right. you might have read it and loved it and i'd be sitting here being you like this book sucked like this was not for me <laughs> and i just i would run out of things to say as well so i think yeah. the general consensus is i loved this book i loved all the characters my biggest hang up like i said was just like the the length that they were separated also i think that we have talked about this too So sometimes I forget that I'm almost 30 and I like reading books where the characters are like 21, 22, 23. So when I read a book and the characters are like 39, I'm like, oh my God, like they are so old. Like I don't want to read about (laughs) 39 year olds having sex. And then I'm like, Emily, like you were almost 30. Like get the fuck out of your college romance era. Like this is ridiculous. So I did have to picture them a little bit younger as well. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with both of those points. I I think my consensus is, like Emily said, those two points, but also I just hated Eli so much. (laughs) Like, like, I don't think I've ever hated a character as much as I've hated a a male character as much as I've hated him. Strawberry milk was the nail in the coffin for him. The strawberry milk, like, I don't actually know if they were actually good together. Like, the audacity of a man to show up to your family Christmas after you haven't talked for 17 years and he knows you probably hate him. Yeah. The audacity. <laughs> I don't know. Just kind I of think, waited until the new year. I think personally I'd be like, oh my God, he loves me too. This is my Christmas miracle gift coming to Bitch, my cabin. No, you would be like, I'm already stressed <laughs> to fucking enough. Get the hell out of here. 
hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, probably. And I, you know what, though? I really liked Whitney, too. We haven't really talked about her. I do like Whitney. I really liked Whitney. I think she was, like, your typical big sister of the family, just, like, really taking charge of shit. And I think... I think I can relate to that so much, which is why I liked her so much. Um, and Jess probably would agree to that. Yeah, I literally texted Emily and I was like, I see why you like this so much because you resonated with the character. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if I should say that because I didn't know if you if we weren't supposed to talk about it before the ball. So I oh, well, that's fine. Okay. Well, let me restart. So I really liked Whitney and Jess even texted me and said, like, I know why you like Whitney, you resonate with her just because she's like the older sister and she's the one responsible for all this shit. Mm. And I really didn't put two and two together until she said that. And I was like, that's so true. That's probably why I did like Whitney so much. And that's probably why I was rooting for her to get her happy ending with Eli, because I feel like like she was doing so much for everyone else. And like, I knew even if we don't understand their connection, I knew that's what she wanted. And so like, I was just like really rooting for her to get that because like she wanted a family her whole life, you know? And so I just loved that for her. Yeah, no, I agree. And as soon as I was reading this book and I got to, there's a part in the book where they like a kind of address what Emily just said is that like, she's always like, doing everything for everybody else and I was like okay this is why Emily likes it because that's her (laughs) and then I was like there's another part in this book where they reference the family stone movie and I was like okay this is also why Emily (laughs) likes this book because it's a good movie I I was like this this tracks so all of this tracks but yeah um at the end of the day this book wasn't just for me it wasn't because of um my mindset going into it maybe um was it because Eli fucking sucked (laughs) probably yeah that too um I did like Whitney I thought she I thought she was a great character I enjoyed like that she was really career driven and I really enjoyed at the end how she kind of like went into work after this time at the cabin and she was basically like fuck you oh my god yeah to her boss and just kind of like um was like i'm not like making my work a priority when you're just going to continue to overlook me so um i thought that was kind of like a badass moment for her i'm totally yeah i totally agree i'm so glad you brought that up because i actually forgot that that happened at the end but yeah she was such a bad bitch that like she demanded to be respected because she knew she was being walked on and so i loved yeah when she went in there and was like if you're not if you're gonna overlook me just simply because i'm a woman and don't go golfing with you basically like fuck you Mm -hmm. i love that i love that part i forgot also too i oh i'm sorry go ahead yeah so i was just gonna say so there's that and i i We'll get to this. I was just going to say what I rated it and why. Okay. I, um, just the last thing I kind of wanted to say. So I think I said in the beginning of the episode, Kate Stewart is known for like her spicy books and her spicy scenes. And this book was a slow burn. Like I thought so many times, like I just wanted that. Just, just kiss, like just do it. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I thought the the sex scene at the end was good. I, I thought it was really good with like her family out at church and like them just like banging all over the place. And then I loved it because I thought it was so funny afterwards with the Lysol. And he's like, it smells like sex in here. And she's like, why would I be cleaning at two in the morning, Eli? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, just dust, just dust. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. I thought it was so funny. Um, I did skip that sex scene because I hated Eli at that point. So, (laughs) Did you read the book at all? (laughs) 
read you I skimmed read at least six I no, I read sixty percent of it and then I, I, I definitely skimmed the last That's 40%. fair. Yeah. I'm not gonna I mean, I didn't want to DNF because at the end of the day, it, I'm sure that will happen in our time as podcasters oh, yeah. and buddy reading where one of us just like can't bring ourselves to finish it. And I think that's okay. And I still think that's worth a conversation. Yeah. Um, and so this for me, like I'm not gonna lie to you all and pretend I read this book fully and that I rated it five stars because that's not the case. So just take my words with a grain of salt. If you haven't read this or you love this book, like just because I didn't like it. Emily's the better podcaster anyway. You all like her better. So that's true. So uh, no, just go with that. I think Jess and I just have different reading styles when it comes to some things. And I think like her, like, irks and just like things that like really occur out like miscommunication or not communicating bothers her way more than it bothers me so I think that's tend like that just tends to happen when you read a book where a lot of it's miscommunication yeah. like it's just subjective and my opinion's right um it's five stars <laughs> <laughs> but what did you rate this Jess um so I graciously rated this a 2.5 okay um and I will say I would have gave this one star if it weren't for the ending. And I know I said I skimmed a lot of the end, but I, I think like his like big apology and like his justification and like them sorting through that um, really made up a lot, a lot for me. So yeah. I, I ended up at a 2.5, which isn't terrible. Um, it's definitely like a, I would say a three stars average. So it's below average for me, but um, I think I was very, very generous with that rating and um, definitely the end saved it. I agree. The end was definitely one of my favorite parts as big apology. I even put that in my review. Like I loved that yeah. part. Um, but no, that's fair. I guess this is the first episode where we've like really disagreed on it. So I'm, I know. I'm curious what our listeners are going to think. Like if they loved it or hated it or kind of just felt indifferent or they're going to message and be like, yeah, because Jess hated it. I'm not reading it. <laughs> No, Emily loved it. Read it. <laughs> right. No, I, I I think at the end of the day, everything's subjective. And there are going to be times where we disagree because like we are not the same reader uh -oh. for sure. I think that's pretty apparent. Um, even when we do like books, a lot of the times like we like them for different reasons. Yeah. So um, it's just interesting. I don't know. Um, but that's really what this podcast is about is just to talk about books. And, and every reader is different. Even our like we're best friends and we like a lot of the same shit. Emily probably won't talk to me for days after yeah, this podcast. I'm actually really mad. Take this, personally. <laughs> <laughs> this smile is fake as fuck. So fake as fuck. No, you would no. know. You know, you can read my my poker face pretty well if I was pissed and I'm yeah you don't have I a don't. poker face you can see right through it <laughs> no this was fun I'm glad we talked about it I'm glad we read it um I hope that you guys liked it more than Jess but if you didn't that's totally fine <laughs> um but yes. I think I think that's really all we have to say unless we just want to listen to Jess keep talking about how much she hated Eli so no yeah let's do our bookmark okay do you want to do our bookmark Em? yeah you do it because you hated the book Okay, my bookmark, my bookmarked is, what does Eli give Peyton at 6 a.m. in the morning that he very much should not have given him? Because you don't give other people's kids food when you just met them. Honestly, if you get this wrong, I'm, I don't even believe you listened to the episode because it was mentioned so many times. But no, that's a good one. Definitely slide into our DMs at friendswithbookspod to let us 
know the answer. Um, but we hope if you celebrate Christmas or whatever you do for the holidays, you have a very, very, very Merry Christmas with your family or, you know, with your spouse or even by yourself. If you like your alone yeah. time, we hope that you do whatever makes you feel good this season. Um and we're excited to come back in the new year and keep reading and just trugging along. Yeah, I don't think you all understand what we have in store for January. Like, it's going to be a good month. We did announce our buddy reads for January over on our Instagram. But if um, you don't want to go over there, we are reading Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan um, and All the Dangerous Things by Stacey Willingham. 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 Yeah. So um, one is a second chance romance and then one is like a bit of a thriller. So um, we are going back to the OG days of Friends with Books. Just kidding. The OG days are now. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I still can't believe this podcast is like two months old. I know. That's crazy to me. What are we doing? I'm really excited for January reads though. I've heard absolutely nothing but good things about Before I Let Go and you know, we're not thriller girlies typically, so I am very interested to see how we feel about um all, all the dangerous yeah, all the dan- things. Yeah, called? all the dangerous things. Yeah. Like, oh God, gosh, we're yeah. already slogging. But I know. And, and also just just quickly, um, all the dangerous things is actually not published yet. Um, we thought it was because it is available in book of the month. So um it, apologies if it's a little bit of a late turnaround for that um buddy read and episode um but if you are um if you want to get a book of the month subscription you can head over to either emily or i's profile sign up for book of the month get your um first box for five dollars and you can select um that book in your box yeah and i think you would actually get it in time for january you could make it your january um box of the month and get it for five bucks so Five buckaroonies. All right. Well, I guess we can say, well, I don't think I can say this, but I think Emily can say that she's friends with The Play Before Christmas. If you like this episode and want to continue reading along with us, um, make sure you're following us on Instagram at friendswithbookspod. Um, We announced, like I said, all of our buddy reads over there in our upcoming segments for January. And you definitely want to stay tuned for what we announced for January because it is B.I.G. big. Exactly. I don't know what that was. <laughs> B-I-G big, baby. Yeah. Okay, well, just skipping past that. Like, you know, everything Jess said. But in the meantime, too, make sure that you subscribe to the pod. We're basically on every platform you can imagine. Definitely maybe head over to YouTube because that's where they make the big bucks. So watch us on YouTube. <laughs> but tune in to next week's episode where we are going to be talking about our anticipated reads for 2023. And our list is already very long so very long very long yes but yeah also give this give the give the podcast a rating if you've enjoyed listening along with us we still don't really know what it does but Mm -hmm. um just do it just in case just do it just do it (laughs) well i think that's everything have a very merry christmas everybody yes happy holidays bye see you later